my spooky friends. This is John, your host of Maryland Fright, the paranormal podcast that covers everything spooky, creepy, and mysterious in the Midwest. And again, the great spooky guests continue on the podcast today. I have paranormal investigators from Sunnily Haunted. How are you guys yeah, doing? <laughs> and introduce yeah, yourself. Jake. And I'm Heather. Yeah. And hi, Jake and Heather. So we are super excited to have you on. I always love having paranormal investigators on. You guys have the best stories. You guys have the best um, just investigations. And really what my podcast is about, for you guys to understand, uh, Jake and Heather, is is to kind of take away the stigma of, of haunted places and paranormal. You know what I mean? Because uh, right. I think a lot of people hear, I don't know, please chime in. A lot of hear, people hear the paranormal and they think, oh, it's fake. They're faking it. Or that was just something a friend did to look like it was a ghost there. And it, no, it really isn't, right? You got, no. right. There's, there's a lot of people who don't believe, who don't, who don't like, um, who are very skeptical. And I guess it's one of those experiences that you have to like live through and just be present into and, kind of i guess you would say open your mind to it but unless you're there even at a young age if you experienced a ghost or whatever like and you express your story to somebody they're not gonna to somebody who doesn't believe in ghosts they're not gonna believe it obviously you know what i mean so i think it's one of those things you have to just you have to live through yourself and you just have to experience it you know yeah absolutely absolutely. let's start out my first question heather i'm going to start with you when was your first paranormal experience? Um, well, I always have like vivid dreams, I guess you would say, very lucid. And one of them was younger, and I don't quite remember too much. I just remember like an old man sitting like next to me, and I was like on his lap, thinking it's like a grandpa or yeah. even like an uncle dad figure type thing. And mm-hmm. my mom's just like, Oh, you're being silly. And then I guess later on, the most recent one that I had was so we've lived in our place for about five years now and I think the first year and a half um upstairs is just two bedrooms and a bathroom and all of a sudden I see like this figure I think it was 1920s 30s woman Mm. it was she wore a bonnet and she had the white umbrella she just mystically like just walked into my son's bedroom with her his door was closed like I saw the full-fledged figure I was just kind of stunned and took him back because like okay i i believe in that stuff but at the same time i'm like really did this just happen wow wow that's really interesting let me ask you this too heather what interested you in the paranormal because everyone's story is different too like did you go to the library to read books on ghosts or did you watch a show or like when did you first like hey i'm kind of interested in the paranormal um i always have so like I had my first Ouija board experience at like six or seven. Oh, Ouija board! I don't. I, I, Shame. I, I feel like I have to connect to the other side. I've always known okay. that since I was six or seven that there is another side, and so since then it was just kind of I'm, I'm hooked, and I need to. I guess more or less get messages across somehow or mm. learn what they're 
what they wanted, you know, us to know or, you know. Yeah, it's awful. She's always trying to get me to use the Ouija board when we go on investigations. Like, nope, mm-hmm. not touching it. Not happening. Jake. Poor Jake. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's awful. Are, there, are you sensitive or, or what? I am. Like, I okay. can okay. S- sometimes see, like, at least half body figures behind. Mm-hmm. So I have a coworker and I, I am, I work in a nursing home actually. And oh, that's, oh boy. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> I was talking God. to one of my therapist friends and I seen her grandfather stand behind her and he just passed a week prior hmm. and I can hear other people, but like for everyone else, I can hear and see certain things. I just can't do it for myself. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's really interesting because I have a lot of people like that, uh, paranormal investigators. Some are a little bit higher on the medium side where they can go in and can manipulate certain things. Uh, but pretty much like you, they're, they're sensitive. They, you know, see whatever. And I'm always fascinated. Every last person I've had on the show, paranormal investigators, have said when I was four, when I was six, when I was younger, right? Something happened. Like one of my paranormal investigators said, because you're more susceptible to to stuff like that when you're younger. Yeah. She saw a man go come right out of her wall when she was a little girl. Like she was sleeping and she opened her eyes and she told her manager to go right across her bedroom floor. And she was like, oh, that's kind of (laughs) cool. And she told her mom and she's like, oh, it's nothing, honey. And then later. Yes. You, you, right, you find out your mom or dad will tell you. Well, I forgot oh. to tell you, people died in this house, and you know because <laughs> right? you're poor. How would you handle that? All right, Jake. All right, same Jake. question. What interested you in the paranormal? What got you interested in it? So uh, my story goes: um, when I was like younger, around twelve, thirteen, my parents purchased a new house, and uh, my father was cleaning the house out and everything, and they went to the attic, and my father saw like a box there. He wasn't sure what it was. So my dad thinking, you know, whatever, thought it was a box of like drugs. And my grandfather went in there and he was like, he's like, this is somebody's ashes. This isn't drugs. My dad's like, really? He's like, yeah. So things started happening in that house when we moved in. My mom was hearing stuff. She said that she heard groaning noises while she was home alone. There's nobody there. And like, I started experiencing things in that house. So basically my perspective on it was, I was in a haunted house. I've seen things I can't explain. Mm. That's kind of really what turned me on to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And was that your first paranormal experience? Yes, in that house was my first paranormal experience. Like, I never really had an experience before. But, like, I think that really opened my eyes to it. And this is a creepy story. I like telling this one. Oh, I was ahead. taking a shower one time. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I heard squeaking as if somebody, like, breathe on a mirror and was writing on it you know how you hear that sometimes and they peeked out of the shower there was nothing there so i went back to taking the shower i heard it again and i'm like that's kind of weird so i peeked back out there was nothing there i was like all right this is starting to get a little strange like why does this keep happening so i went back to taking a shower and about three minutes later i heard it again i was like what is this so i peeked out my parents had like an old medicine cabinet that has like two way mirrors that slide back and forth and when i peeked out I saw my face looking here and the one next to me, I saw like this misty weird figure looking right back at me and that scared the hell out of me. Oh, hell yeah. And then like things just kind of like escalated around there. And to this day, my brother still lives there and he says he still hears things and sees things. Mm. Mm. 
Have you guys checked, you guys it, checked out? it out? Anyone died there? Any any? Yeah, uh, I guess uh, two people passed away in the seventies in the house. Mm-hmm. We're not sure exactly like the circumstances of how they passed away, but we're aware that two people have passed away in the house. Oh, uh, you know, you know. Again, I always I hear bathrooms are really bad. I again, I've had paranormal investigators on that said they're taking a shower and they hear whispering or they feel mm-hmm. like yeah. You know, See handprints on their, um, like they'll have a glass shower, like I have, mm-hmm. and they'll see handprints on there, and, and it just is like, woo, that's the most, yeah, so you know, <laughs> yeah, you, you're really defenseless in a shower, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, like, I really want to come out there naked trying to fight this ghost, you know? <laughs> <laughs> naked? You're not going to like drop kick people or punch them in the face and you're naked. I mean, just. It's a little weird, right? <laughs> I can only imagine, like, somebody just running down a hallway and butt naked. And they're like, what happened? There's, like, there's something in the bathroom. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so I asked this question of all married couples who do paranormal investigation. Okay, I've mm-hmm. been married for 25 years. And the argument restaurant is open 24-7. Like, me and my wife can argue at a drop of a hat, right? So <laughs> oh, I always yeah. want... Yeah. Yeah, right, right. right. So um, that restaurant never closes, by the way. It still never closes. Anyway, Mm. um, let's say you're on a paranormal investigation. And again, this is the same question I've asked couples, all my couples. And you guys just start, I don't know, bickering a little bit, or maybe not not bickering, but maybe just like, no, put the, you know, put the spirit box over there or, or put the camera over here. Has a ghost ever said, Will you shut up? <laughs> no. No, I, 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 I wish they would, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> um, we we had one when we were at the um the shit not the Shanling, what was it? The Hinsdale house. And so oh, we're trying to actually oh, that's in um Hinsdale, New York. Hinsdale, New York. It's like on the far west side mm-hmm. of New York. And we were trying to because we're we we yes we record everything but we also try to debunk stuff Mm -hmm. so if there's like a creak in the floorboard and we're recording i will walk back and forth on that specific spot to debunk whether okay it's me it's the floorboard there's Mm -hmm. an actual ghost an entity or something so we were in the midst of like kind of doing that and i was like no jake like i i I think it's something and he's like no please just go Mm -hmm. walk over there just do it again just do it again and the Mm -hmm. more i kept walking i'm like i'm not hearing what you're hearing and he's like, Heather, it's it's your feet. It's the floorboards. Yep. Or the one time yeah. Rempa was going off because the floorboards were a little creaky and they kept like rocking the tables so the Rempa was going off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we tend yeah. to work fairly well together. Like we tend to work on like the same kind of level. We don't really bicker back and forth too much when we do it. It's just we kind of do our own thing and I let her do her thing. I do my thing. We seem to work pretty well together. Okay. Now, have you guys have ever you been guys- on an investigation? where the i'll say the spirit or entity wanted to talk to heather and not to you jay this is all you you can go ahead and tell them about the go. story in angel all right there's yeah this is just pretty crazy was it what upstairs the one where you thought you saw the vision of the woman oh well yeah. so i guess apparently the woods is haunted also in hinsdale mm. And it didn't take until I came back to my house, I think a day or two later, I was just sitting at my kitchen table and out of the blue, like I had just this weird vision. I can literally see where this woman was like, I guess, berry picking. And 
she came across the two brothers or the two previous owners who was committing a crime at the time, kind of, I guess, I don't know if we can say, but was killing somebody. And she, like one of the brothers kind of, she startled the brothers. So he went after her and I can sit here and tell you like descriptively where the blood spatters on the trees are. I can tell you where he buried her. I can tell you, it just, it just randomly came to me. And I like still to this day gives me chills because there are a number of bodies there that they do have flags Mm -hmm. that they don't want to dig up right now. Hmm. But hers isn't one of them. Hers is in the woods. And that's what, like, no. I, I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. It just came to me and she's like, I don't know her name, but I can tell you what she looks like. I can literally lead up to everything, her, the events of Patilla Death. And yeah, that, that stuck with me still now. And we were there wow, that, last that, year. That, that, that's amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the things, too, I wondered, um, when you've been at a location, is there ever been a location that affected you physically? Meaning I've had hockey paranormal investigators and they said, I have to walk outside. Like I'm super nauseous or they, they got sick outside or they got a huge headache or has that ever happened Jake, or Heather to either one of you? Yeah. Usually afterwards we feel like really drained. Like we need to kind of like recover a little bit and like, I don't really get much sleep every time I stay there. Is this something like I know something's around. It's just keeping me awake. And I had a really crazy experience at the Henzo because, uh, there was Native American burial grounds back in the woods. And sure. while she's sleeping, I'm hearing chanting and drums. And it sounds like it's like oh. right outside the house. And it kept me awake. I'm like, what is that? What yeah, is yeah. that? Uh-huh. But yeah, usually uh-huh. you need like, it just drains you of like all your energy and everything. You're just really tired. Usually for me, after we do the SC's method, like I have to stop and recoup. I have to go outside and breathe because it does take so much energy out of me. And I think maybe a good half hour after that, I'm okay. I just got, I need air. I need to breathe. I need to not really think of what just happened more or less and recoup my own energy. And, and that kind of like seems to help, but yeah. Do you ever feel like a weight on you? Like, like somebody's pressing down on you? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I just feel like something's always just sapping my energy every time I do it. Mm, for me it's more or less like uh, i guess a a chest feeling like a smothering feeling Mm -hmm. like something is kind of sitting on my chest Mm -hmm. and like i said that's why i have to stop sometimes when even in the middle of in the middle of the session i have to just stop and step outside and need to breathe because it's a lot for me yeah it's crazy you could definitely tell a place is haunted when you walk in you can just feel like the heaviness in the air Mm -hmm. yeah something negative is there yeah so i was going to ask that uh, when you start an investigation, have you ever started an investigation where you walked in and went, whoa, yes. <laughs> like, this is heavy. Especially with yes, the Shanley. Yes, the Shanley Hotel in Napanock, New York. The okay, second I that. walked in there, I literally, <laughs> I, I said to everybody, because so we had a group of, who was it, five of us with us? Uh, was it five? Yeah, I believe it was five. And I literally said that. I was like, oh, my God, it's heavy. I, something is here. I can tell something mm-hmm. is here right now. Yeah. Did the heaviness feel like depression? Like just. No, honestly, like, kind of like it? it felt like, like I said, the whole like a weight on my chest. But everybody, to me, at least, was like trying to come through and speak. And I heard like mumbles and mm-hmm. like, um, who was it? 
there was a little was a the little girl. There was a little girl that fell in the well, yeah. And for me, oh. I felt the sadness, but not for me, yeah. but for her. Like mm-hmm. she just wanted to get her story across, or she just wanted to play or speak to somebody, and sure. I was just like, Ugh. it's like gut wrenching. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's amazing. Speaking of that. Has either of you had a spirit attach themselves to you and you brought it home? So far, no, because every time I finished the investigation, I always tell it it's not welcome to come. They have to stay here. We were not going to allow you to come back into our house. So I don't want to bring anything here. This mm-hmm. crazy one over here buys two haunted dolls. Though, so I, I did. What? <laughs> yes. 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 I go get them. I'll show them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, please do. When we end our investigations, yes, we do say, you're not welcome to follow us. Me personally, I don't say that because mm-hmm. I want to learn everything I can about the unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do any sage, heather, or blessing? You just basically don't. don't follow me home. Um, everyone else does. We do bring sage with us. We I have crystals and everything else. Um, but I don't because I do welcome it. And now it sounds crazy, but I just yeah. want to know everybody's... Even on the other side, their perspective, how they lived, their messages, mm-hmm. what, you know, all that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's super interesting. That is the first, you are the first paranormal investigator to say that. Most paranormal investigators I've interviewed have said they stand outside the area, sage, blast, say, you're, you're not welcome to come home with us. Please do not come home with us. And, you know, then, you know, go home and they never, ever leave an investigation without doing that. So that's interesting that you kind of welcome that. Um, have you ever Just, welcomed uh, basically? Welcome? No, you're good. You don't have to look up. It's I think it's more or less for the, the knowledge and the experience mm. to see, because I do believe a lot of people who have passed on do want to say something and do, you know, have sure. they haven't moved or crossed over or something yeah. because they're. They have a message. They just, they want to, you know, know things and talk. Mm-hmm. So, Right, right. So a question for you, Heather, uh, with Jake still getting the dolls and stuff, I have to ask this. Don't take it personally. Has a ghost ever got busy with you? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, I can't hear you. Tried to heal you up or try to, you know, no. touch in an appropriate way. But they have for Jake. <laughs> they have for Jake. Um it was the Shanley Hotel, actually. So there was the Shanley Hotel used to be. Um, what was it? Uh, it used to be a bar. No, no, no. Um, this the sex thing. What do you, what do you call it? Oh, a brothel. Oh, brothel. <laughs> brothel. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there was three ladies of the night, and one felt Jacob. So. Oh, Jake! Lucky you. Oh, yeah, it was. It was interesting. <laughs> And it's I it's under our YouTube video, so you can you can see that. Yeah. Check that out. I was looking at some of your YouTube videos. I must have missed it. She likes me. Apparently, she likes men with beards. And, and did you feel a woman's hand touching you, Jay? I mean, actually, <laughs> yeah, I felt uh, something touching my arm, and mm-hmm. then I felt her crawling into the bed with me, and Ooh. that part like freaked me out because, like, you know. First, I welcomed her to come in there, mm. but just physically feeling the bed shake and feeling like a presence next to me. Mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. sat up real quick and I'm thinking, like, do I want to keep doing this? <laughs> and as soon as I said that, the door started rattling <laughs> and yeah. I just ran out. 
Oh my God. Yeah. That that's amazing. Uh, I, that's the first nail, uh, paranormal investigator. I have, uh, interviewed who have said that mostly it's women saying men have tried to, you know, the ghosts or spirits of, of these men at a brothel or whatever, tried to peel me up or try to, when I lay down on the bed, I could feel them laying on top of me, um, or sitting on the bed or, or stuff like that. I'm like, oh, yeah. hmm. <laughs> there was two, two females with us and we kind of just let the men do it because we knew it was a brothel. And <laughs> so they, they, in order, I guess if you leave a contribution, like she would like come out box, yeah. and stuff like that. So huh. they did it and she definitely did. <laughs> wow. Okay. Now that's not that's considering not- cheating, right? Heather, I hope it, not. <laughs> no, I'd let it slide because prior to Jake's laying on the bed and doing his session, I went on and laid in her bed too. I did it more of a challenge, I guess. I was like, okay, I'm gonna challenge you and yeah. see if, like, okay. They told her to get out. Are you? Told her to get out. Yes, it is on recording. They told me Good. to get out. Uh, um, so let's see these dolls. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got two of them right here. All right, let's All see right. it. Oh, yep. yeah, spooky, creepy. I love it. Oh, I hate those things. I shouldn't say I hate them. They just freak me out. I named so, how- them Anna and Belle. Which one's Anna and which one's Belle? Can you show oh. them again? Okay. The one with the curly hair. So this is Anna. Okay. And then this one's Belle. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> anything they do? Have you seen a move? Have you... What what's going on with them? Anything? They like to send her a EMF meter going off all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we tried doing this thing where we like did like a SDs to see if we can talk to like any spirits inside of them. We didn't mm-hmm. get too much when that happened. But we heard that if you bring them on investigations with you, they might ramp up activity. And she bought them off of paranormal investigators on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bidding war oh. for them when she bought them off of them. Nice. Um Jake, you mentioned an EMF meter. Could you explain that to my spooky friends, what, what that means? Yeah, an EMF meter is a, it's a, like, electronic handheld device okay. that you use to try to pick up any, like, frequency in the electromagnetic magnetic, magnetic field. You can mm-hmm. also use it to try to debunk if there's, like, some kind of, like, electrical wiring or something to setting it off. But usually if you have it somewhere where there's nothing around and it's going off, it means it's a disturbance in the field. Gotcha. That's really interesting. But you said when you take them on paranormal investigations, they're supposed to move or talk or what? No, it's more or less. Um, so it, I guess the other entities and st- ghosts would, it basically gives more energy out for them to mm. come and speak to us. Mm. Interesting. That's because uh, I know one of the things is with some of the places I've covered in the past, uh, like there's a mental asylum uh, in Indiana and the lady who was basically like the caretaker there, she's still, uh, and there still are, I should say all these haunted dolls that she collected there. And supposedly when paranormal investors have gone in there, the dolls have moved, their eyes have blanked. They have picked up EMF energy. I open, I've been on eBay all the time. I would love, to keep buying dolls. Um, hey, what, do what do you think? Jake, you're shaking your head. Not a fan. I want stuff to move. <laughs> I'd love to see a glass break in my house. Like 
the EMF to me is not good. You know, I mean, it's great, but I want to see action. And I'm not oh, getting wow. that from these dolls yet. Careful yeah, what you wish. going to shed and just put like, <laughs> you know how like the Warrens have a museum when they have a bunch of haunted Correct. artifacts? Yeah, you want to do something yeah, like that. Me. Correct. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So you want an Annabelle. Yep. I'd love no. an Annabelle doll. <laughs> it's actually a reference you... for the name, Annabelle. Annabelle. Okay. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> Have you ever heard the story of, uh, I think it's Jack, the boy, the cursed doll in England? Have you no, ever I heard, heard of Robert that? the doll, but never Jack. Robert. Robert. There's a yeah. Jack and there's a Robert. I'm getting confused. Yes, Robert. So mm-hmm. you want a Robert doll, Robert. Annabelle kind of thing, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah, so that, I guess Robert, like, makes ill will happen on people. Like, somebody right. interacts with it, something bad happens to him. Correct. I mean, this guy, just really quickly, I'll cover this sometime, just really quickly for my spooky friends. Look this up. The doll's creepy oh. as hell. Um, the guy who owned the doll would not, he would get to sell it. So he might be, might with, be with Heather and be Heather. like, okay, Heather, okay, here you go. Heather, and then no, he would stop. He'd be stop. like, no, can't do it. And then people would offer him more money and he'd be like, no, can't do it. And then people would be like, oh, okay, you know. And supposedly this guy would be in the attic with this doll and he would talk to it and he would oh it's spooky as hell very spooky and so yeah, I'm like, anyway none for me heather you can keep all those dolls <laughs> i'm yeah, your Ouija boards and your dolls you can have you, you do that um so let's talk about heather i'll start with you what was the what was your favorite place you investigated um i I don't know. I want to say I, the Hansdale because I feel like I got more in depth, at least like with me personally, like feels wise with the people that were there. And literally the vision I got when I got home and it's obviously like statue of limitations is like over because obviously that girl who was murdered, happened years and years like yeah. 30 40 million years ago type thing millions well, not millions but you know <laughs> what i mean so it's not like hey hinsdale cops i just want to report you know a murder that happened in 1920 summer 19 no 1890 or whatever you know what i mean hmm. and could you elaborate a little bit about the history of Hainesville? I mean, what what is it? It's a hotel. It's a house. What is it? I'm sorry. I, I didn't hear you the first time. Yeah, the house started off as like a kind of like a coach house. Like oh. there was a coach trail that went past it. That was uh, bringing goods over to like the Great Lake areas. And mm-hmm. there used to be like a trail where coach wagons would go through. Now, the story goes that there was uh, two brothers that built that house back in the day. And they would lure people to the house. They would like tell them, hey, you know, we got food, we got warrants, you know, all this. Come on and stay with us for the night. And they would bring them back and they would murder them and take their goods. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of history of that going on. That's why they did a sonar in the property. And that's where they found bodies to back up the proof on that. And there was also the uh, story of the Dandy family that hmm. lived there, which okay. is a very like well-known documented haunting that happened. Yeah. Where the family was like being plagued by all these spirits and everything, because also the mm-hmm. land and the house itself is very haunted, the woods and everything. Mm-hmm. Plus, you mix that in with a little bit of the native burial, like burial grounds at the back. It's just a yeah. recipe for a whole yeah. bunch of paranormal. Yeah. paranormal. Yeah. Yeah. So and I got to say, that was absolutely my favorite place that we haunted to. So, same haunted, place. Sorry, yeah. investigated. Yeah. 
that the same place. Is there a place you guys have gone where it just didn't work out? Like you thought it was going to be really good, and then you're like, mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we just started doing uh, private cases, and just recent private case we did, we didn't really get too much going on there. Yeah. I was going to just... ask you that. If someone mm-hmm. wanted, it was like, hey, uh, Heather, uh, this is really bothering me. My kids can't sleep. I think they're spirits. I think they're shadow people. Do you, so you guys investigate that or would go yes. to that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, definitely. And what do you do there? What What is the main thing you're looking to do? We bring our equipment and so we take photos, we take videos, we interview the people in the household. We like, we will do it privately, just be in a room with us and the camera, see if we get anything. Uh, we, it is important for us to do inside of the house and outside because the house could be built in 1970, but the land obviously is the part that's haunted. And the pe- people who lived on the land, maybe in 1800s, feel that it's their house. Yeah. Even if you just built that house, it's their land, it's their property, and you're invading their space. Right. Yeah. Have you so, ever had to had remove a spirit or had to eat no, no, that? No. no, we just try to figure out if we can validate their claims. If there is something there. So, like, let's say they're experiencing something, they want to know if it's paranormal or not. We would go to see, yeah, there's something here. Yeah. So, if they want to move on with whatever they want to do with that, if they want to try to get somebody to cleanse it, maybe do something like that. I mean, we can't really do that, but we can at least confirm or debunk if there's something there. Yeah. Yeah. So, talk about debunking. You know, a lot of people uh, who do paranormal investigations, they have a style, right? There's just Mm -hmm. the way they do it. A method, whatever you want to say. What is kind of your method and your style? Are you looking to debunk? Are you? What are you guys looking mainly to do on an We're looking to, so we want to basically record for others if there is something in a specific place that we're at at that time. But if there's a noise, like I said previously, if there's a noise on the floor and I'm like, okay, one of us, it's just in our gut that we don't trust that it's paranormal. We're mm-hmm. going to record debunking that that noise was the floorboard, not us, or not a ghost, mm-hmm. before our viewers, because we're not trying to fake anything. We're not trying to yeah. say everything that we're doing is real. No. Right. I right. I want to come across as real as possible. I want to show everybody that, okay, in real life, some yeah. things aren't, they're not real. Some things are completely real, and you can see that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jake, too, is that kind of what you're looking to do when you go on an investigation? Yeah, I, mean, I would like to bring more proof of the paranormal. I mean, I experience things, and I want people to be able to believe that there's something there. And I would like to be able to be shine light on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, one thing I always find out, too, from other paranormal investigators, I mean, you guys are the same way, is they also is sometimes you're just going to live with it, and it maybe isn't so bad, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it's just like having an extra friend in your house or something. Yeah. They're not hurting Absolutely. you. They're not really doing anything. But yeah. just knowing um, that it's your house, like, hey, this is my mm-hmm. house. This is, you know, this is where uh, me and my children live. So as long as we're cool with it, you know, we're okay. Is that kind of the way you would view things if there was a spirit in the house? Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's, if it's not doing anything malicious, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's not hurting anybody. It's not trying to scare you out of the house or anything like that it was just something that's there you know like my parents house for example there was nothing malicious that happened it was just something that startled you every once in a while 
They go, that door just closed. That's weird. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. um, I wait to Heather comes back here, but I'll ask you this question. I've always, I always ask my parenting one investigators, what is your bucket list of paranormal places you'd like to investigate? Oh man, there's so many I would love to go to. Like I would love to go to the Winchester Mansion. Yeah. The Winchester Mansion would be one I would love to go to. I would like to go to Sally House. I think that place would be great. My favorite place I would love to go is uh, the Myrtles Plantation. Myrtles, yeah. So yes. Why Myrtles? Why I, I, um, that's an excellent one to go to. Why? Why yeah. for you? It's just like something about that land. It just really draws me in there, and the whole style of the house and everything, and the fact that terrible things did happen there. I feel like that place would be like a breeding ground for the paranormal. Something yeah. happened. And the one place yeah. I'd love to go to, but I know you can't because privately owned would be Amityville. Yeah. So I already told the story on many podcasts. I almost bought the Amityville house. No way, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm going to I'm gonna tell you both that I told every paranormal investigator when I was going to talk to the real estate agent, she said are you in the paranormal and are you an investigator? And I said, well, no, I'm not an investigator, but I'm in the paranormal. And she goes, honey, <laughs> this is exactly what she said. Honey, I'm going to tell you right now, it isn't haunted. I'm sorry to let you down. I've, so, I've been selling real estate for 30 years. I knew the DeFales. There were a bunch of crazy whack jobs. They're all on drugs. <laughs> None mm-hmm. of that stuff happened. There is no demons or anything. And she goes, I'm sorry. But it's true. And, and it was really funny because then I started talking. I actually called the other families that had been there. And they're like, nothing. It's all bullshit. It's all joke. Wow. And I'm like, well, what are you, why are you leaving? And they were like, well, look at the house. <laughs> it's huge. I mean, it's, right. it has a yeah, boat. It has all these different things you can do. Um, but I have sworn if I would buy the Amityville house, you and Heather and all my paranormal investigators can come and investigate. Please I would love charge. that. Come on down. <laughs> I personally, I, I told Jake, if I ever hit the ladder and became like really, really rich, I would buy the Hinsdale house from Dan. I would love Dan. He's awesome, but I would definitely buy the Hinsdale house. Wholeheartedly. That, that's probably haunting. Uh, the other thing she added was, you know, people had to change the address to the house because the paranormal yeah, investigators showing up. The other thing she said, the other na- the other uh, neighbors didn't like the paranormal investigators would be standing on the lawn at two in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, trying to see something. Uh, so she goes, uh, you know, and then I told my wife and my wife is not a haunted person. I mean, she hears a door sweep. She like, ah! you know, <laughs> <laughs> so she she said, nope. She put the kibosh on it. She was like, nope, we're not doing it. Nope, nope, nope. And I was like, oh, and uh, I was like, that's okay. It's okay. It was, a, like I said, uh, Jay and Heather, a huge house. I mean, literally, you would have to get a maid or something to help you because it's it's gorgeous. I love it. But it's like, oh, absolutely. Damn, it's a lot of work. <laughs> that beautiful Dutch colonial, like, just yes. appearance. Oh, it's very gorgeous. Oh, absolutely. my God. It's beautiful. Living on the water like that, yes. But I do yeah, find, like, the know, whole story. Just so fascinating behind it, you know. It it really it really is. Um, and but the thing is such a bummer that it's just not. It's it's not haunted. And like I said, the mm. real estate agent, she 
He said, I'll let you come in. I'll let you look at it. And I had a plane flight out to look at the house. And I was going to bring a buddy of mine who's a paranormal investigator out with me. And she, and then my wife was like, you're not, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, anyway, anyway. Um, so Heather, I asked Jake, what, what would you like to check out for your bucket list of paranormal investigations uh, to, to look at? Um, what was that? And Asylum in Pennsylvania. Was it Penhurst or? Yeah, Penhurst. Penhurst. Oh, Penhurst. Because, so I, I work in a nursing home now and I, so I deal with a lot of death and stuff like yeah. that and old people. And it's different when in a sane asylum type patient, okay, goes crazy or whatever and dies there. Yeah. That to me is more in depth, more history because they're hurting. Obviously, yeah. people did did them wrong. They didn't. They completely mistreated them. And to me, that's really interesting because I'd love to know their story. Yeah, it's true. Absolutely, I feel like sometimes uh, spirits just want to get the story out there. You know, right. oh, the suffering and the death and the exactly. Oh my God, and just- like, I just want them to know that it's like, okay, you don't have to suffer. We can talk. You and I, I'm not scared of you. Hope That's you're not awesome. scared of me. We can just have yeah, a one on one conversation. Yeah. And if there's anything you want me to disclose to everybody, I can. And then, in all hopes, you can move on or pass on or, you know what yeah. I mean? Or whatever. Yeah. You're not, that you don't have to suffer alone, that mm-hmm. we're here. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, yeah. Heather. Uh, I, I applaud you for that because that's amazing. Uh, most people do not want that to happen uh, they're just looking You'd to get rather the sympathize with yeah. you know the other half than then be completely scared oh my god he's gonna flick my hair or he's yeah, gonna right, touch right. my shoulder mm-hmm. no because human touches nature and right. when they were living that's that's nature to them you know a yeah. handshake a hug and sometimes that's the last thing that they felt so i i'd like to you know i'm not scared of that and i hope i welcome it that's awesome i you know that's great heather i think that's amazing that you that you do that because that's that's very rare um so a lot of people don't aren't like that and they're just like oh i'm just gonna record or just like Mm -hmm, get mm -hmm, the cloud mm -hmm. and this and that third i could care less and honestly i just i'd rather like hear their side and get their stories across yeah heartful experience like they're right they're, they were a, a person at one time and they exactly. suffered a lot or, you know, who knows, right? But, you know, they're just sitting there in this limbo going, where do I, where do I get out of this? Yeah. Which <laughs> is scary enough. Um, so mine is the suicide forest in Japan. Yes. Um, I just want to check that out. To if there. That's, That's like a, crazy. you know, like a, Guys like filet mignon and they're like the fancy steaks. To me, that'd be like the, the my yeah. filet mignon. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Uh now I've seen documentaries on it. You know, it's pretty depressing because most people yes. go there, go to commit suicide. Um, which is I don't know why. I'd like to find that out personally. And I would like maybe mm-hmm. um if I did bump against somebody that was trying to commit suicide, maybe because I suffer from depression, a uh, very deep depression. Um, and I've learned to deal with it through therapy and other things. I was like, if I could help somebody like you, Heather, like talk to them and maybe get them to stop and, and view life as a better, you know, 
I don't know, thing than they're looking at. I don't know, you know, but it just everything. I'm a big outdoors guy. So like I'm Me too. I, I, I love hiking. Yeah, love the woods. right. Just check that out and see why your compass goes off the haywire and nothing works. Yeah. And be so cool. And then Bobby Mackey's. I, I'm sorry. I got to check out Bobby Mackey's. <laughs> Play a little boot scooting music. See the well where they threw the head down and they decapitated this poor woman who was pregnant. And I don't know if you know a lot about it. I would love to check that. So. <laughs> I th- okay, for me, I, I strongly believe water sources like wells. Yeah, they drew that like spirits are drawn to them, and and mm-hmm. there's a lot going on, and I don't think enough people take their time to investigate wells and water sources and stuff like that because, especially with people like you said with depression, okay, it's easier to with water sources sources, and it's like I don't know, I'm the opposite water calms me it chills me out if i'm stressed and anxiety i'm like jake i have to go to the beach i have to go to a river or a lake mm-hmm. i just need woods i need to breathe and yeah. that chills it just calms me down so much so i really wish other investigators would i guess kind of see that, that that wells and water is a big source and take a little more time to, to investigate those you know yeah that's that's great, that's great. I, I love that because uh you know like i said i'm mostly in the midwest and i do stories in the midwest um, there's a town, I don't know if you guys have heard about it. It's one of the ha- most haunted towns in the Midwest, called Galena, Illinois. And they're Ooh. on top of a freshwater river. So the river kind of oh, runs yes. underneath the town and it's full of limestone. So yeah, I heard things about I, limestone too. Yeah. So what yeah. paranormal investigators who investigated that town have told me, it's basically like a huge radio for spirits. It's like this big antenna. That just calls the man. Uh, have you guys ever heard of that at, at all? I when, you know? Yeah, I, yeah I've, I've heard about limestone being able to like help with energy and stuff like that. And something about that just draws a, the spirits to it. I'm not sure exactly what it is about the limestone. Yeah. But I do remember hearing something about that. Yeah. Which makes me not- question, to be honest, because so we're, we're from New York, upstate New York, in fact. And we have a thing yeah. called How Caverns, which oh, is sure. a cave that's like thousands deep down below that you they do tours and stuff and i have been there once before and that has limestone tons of limestone and now that i'm a you know a paranormal investigator i actually just clicked that maybe i should bring some equipment next time i go and see if i can get anything since we got on a tour you know (laughs) you never know but i'm just saying that's awesome awesome. the paranormal investigator doesn't shut off even when i'm at work so See, you're 24-7. I love that. It's the best. (laughs) All right. So, you guys, I have a quick um, topic here to share with you that you might want to check out if you're in the area uh, Mm -hmm. sometime, especially Nebraska. And what it is called is the Museum of Shadow. Ooh, I think I've heard of uh, that. Yeah. So, this is really cool. Uh, But before I get to it, I get to my sources, get them out of the way. Uh, hauntedhouses.com, uh, the Museum of Shadows. Those are two of the places I looked at and stuff. You can go. I will put the links on my um, episode for you guys to so check it out. So here's a little teaser for you, for uh, Jake and Heather and for my spooky friends. This three-story and 
basement red brick structure with a green awning is the home of many haunted objects and a few spirits of people who died in this building due to past events that happened here over the era. In this building are, this is crazy, haunted murder weapons, household items that are haunted, and just about any item you can imagine is on display with its story attached, which I love. Uh, I'm definitely going to check this out. Uh, people who have donated their haunted objects to this museum uh, because they're just so tired of being scared. <laughs> that sounds like a playground for me. Yes. Yes, when you hear about it, you're going to, Heather, it's going to be like, oh my God, it's like Candyland. This is great. It's like Disneyland. Paranormal people. Um, (laughs) These items on display have been certified as having a spirit attached to it. The Museum of Shadows is in Plattsmouth, Nebraska, which is about uh, a six-hour drive away from me. I'm in Wisconsin. Uh, You might want to check this place out. Okay, so here's some of the history of it. The town of Plattsmouth, Nebraska, got its start as a trading post. This is going to sound familiar to you guys. That grew throughout the early 19th century. It was incorporated into a city in 1857, just before the Civil War broke out. The buildings that were built in the 1880s, so already I know you guys' minds are spinning like, okay, we know this. And now... Make up protected structures found in Plattsmouth Main Street Historic District, protected by, which is awesome, by the way, National Register of Historic Places. In other words, these buildings cannot be torn down. They are considered a historic right. place. Uh, the building is at 502 Main Street on the corner of 5th and Main, has housed a variety of businesses, included, here we go, a saloon, a brothel, of course, a doctor's office. A dentist office, a cigar factory, a barber shop, a tailor, uh, a restaurant, and my favorite, a place for embalming corpses. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. I mean, well, <laughs> there yeah, you go. That's cool. It has everything. It has everything. And the local newspaper uh, in that was uh, was printed in the basement. So it's got this crazy amount of energy, right? From brothels to bar to barber. To, so that's the, that's like a week's worth of investigation, right there. You can't yeah, do that like overnight or two nights. Absolutely. You have to stay seven days, like to get mm-hmm. even probably longer, just to get every building. Yeah. So Nate and Kaylee Ratterman, who are experienced paranormal investigators founded and became the curators of the Museum of Shadows. They have 12 years of investigative experience, including dealing with demons through their group. Tri-City Research and Investigation of the Paranormal or TRIP. Uh, They have volatile objects of all kinds in their museum. All donations are put into quarantine to be sure the objects are haunted by benign spirits. The the items that have, this is for you, Heather, that have nasty and negative spirits attached to them are put in a storage locker. So you would have to ask, I guess, to see them if you want to investigate them. Yeah. The Museum of Shadows puts all of their spirits to work. <laughs> I don't know. This is kind of funny. Giving them a chance to express themselves at the same time. 
besides selling tickets for the self tour, by the way, it is a self tour. You go in there, you buy tickets and you just walk around yourself, which I'm like, so glad, right? That you can just do this at your own pace. They conduct paranormal investigations, uh, which helps keep their doors open. So like I said, you guys, I guess would just reach out to them and ask them if you ever want to do it. I'm sure they would love to have you. They They warn about touching the objects and have cameras to keep an eye on participants and visitors, and which is kind of stupid you have to do that because hopefully nobody would steal one. So here's some of the things here. A spirit attached to an object may decide to go home for a visit. So they've had that happen before where a spirit has attached themselves to someone and gone home with them. Uh, the cameras also keep an eye on haunted items, like I said, on display. But one of the things, <clears throat> some of the dolls, they said, because they have this, it, you can look at a million YouTube videos, okay? Some of the dolls they've seen and objects move is recorded, you know, because they have cameras on there after closing hours. So, excuse me. They used to have a live feed. I don't think they have a live feed anymore, but they used to, where you could go on a live feed like at 2 o'clock in the morning, okay, and check out what's going on. I'm not sure if they do that, so don't quote me on that. It'd be cool if they did. The attic where a prostitute, Anna, was brutally stabbed, check this out, people, 90 times by a disturbed client. <laughs> Her body outline has been drawn in the for a fact. So they still have the attic. You can go up and know the chalk outline that you can look at. Uh, most people have felt her presence there. The spirit has found a way to communicate with the living. So this is good for you, Heather. Informally with visitors and participants of the paranormal investigations held there. So imagine, like you were saying, Heather, this poor woman, she got stabbed 90 times. And then, you know, would you think she have something to say? <laughs> right? Well, yes, that, that's that's a lot. Like, obviously, she has unfinished business and sorry, the camera. Um, who? Yeah, I would definitely love to go there. Yeah, I'm 100% interested in it. And it goes on. The basement has a heavy feeling in its energy that is pretty oppressive, they say. And just staying for a few minutes, you just feel like heavy, something heavy on you, like you guys talked about earlier. Right. On one wall, there was a boatload of Heather and Jake. You're not going to like this, Jake, so be prepared. Haunted Ouija boards. Yes. <laughs> so have a whole yes. wall. Yes. Um, I, I had like Ouija dude, boards. I seriously would love to come across one. I don't with that. Okay, I I don't know. I, eBay sells them, of course. I don't know how true they are haunted. Yep. As in, I would love, love, love. Kind of one of my viewers to just send me one of theirs that they're like, don't okay. Know. Something's really wrong. Or Jay. Okay, just take it. Just get it off my hands. And I'm like, yes, just send it to me, please. Or if you're Jay. a viewer of something haunted, please do not. Don't let any of the boys to Heather. You do not want any portals opening up in the house. Send it to me privately. Have you ever seen The Exorcist? Yes, I'm not Yeah, scared. I started with a Ouija board. I'm not scared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's some more things for you. Plus, there may have been a few spirits of folks who have been killed here as well in the because the building had a wild past, right? Remember, it was a brothel, it was a bar, 
Um, right. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the paranormal activity. See what you guys think. <clears throat> Visitors have had personal experiences while touring the museum. This is what has happened. Cameras have caught, obviously, paranormal activity during the time the museum is closed to the living. So most of the stuff that they catch and you'll see on the YouTube videos is typically after hours when you, let's say, Jake would be investigating. Although there has been some stuff caught when people have been doing their self-tour and just talking through. By the way, people, just to make very, very clear to everyone, Jake and Heather and all my studio friends, this isn't going to take you all day. It's like maybe a half an hour. <laughs> it's not very big. You look at the site and you'll be like, oh, okay, I could do that. Um, now, there's been some other scientific ways each item has been verified to be haunted with hard evidence caught in foolproof ways. So a lot of paranormal investigators, like you said, who are trying to debunk stuff, have come in and like brought a Ouija board down, have done, you know, uh, EVP or EVM or the camera, and seen something or something has happened. Um, I don't know if all those videos are out there, but people have said they've conducted many uh, investigations there. And they said they have seen many things like, like with Ouija board, the, um, oh, planchette. Planchette. Thank you. When they put the planchette out there, it would just move by itself. And they're like, I'm not doing anything. You're not doing anything. That has happened a lot. Also, they have heard a voice of a young girl and an older gentleman have been recorded. Uh, the painful cries of a dying boy have been heard. Coming from, this is crazy, a murder weapon that cut him severely years ago. So, again, I don't know if this is on YouTube, but supposedly they took this knife and they, the investigators were looking at it and they started to raw, you know, the camera and all this stuff. But then they did an EVP on it and asked, you know, who, who, uh, like, who killed you or, you know, questions like, how did you die and stuff? And they heard this little boy just crying, just, and just oh, being like, see, that's sad. I do. Yeah. I, I do believe yeah. like the feelings and stuff are transmitted over. Like, God, I don't, I can't tell you if anybody would find the murder weapon of the girl or the woman who was killed in Hinsdale Woods that I envisioned, but like that, that's deep because I start like his, yeah. I don't know how to go else about the, that response. Besides, I strongly do believe his feelings were placed upon his feelings with the blood upon the weapon. And even years later, I'm pretty sure if you probably do the blood analysis, it's a blood thing. Yeah, it it be there wholeheartedly, almost yeah. all of it, the whole night. So that would be something for you, Heather, to maybe try to gain contact with this little boy and and help try to help right. him because. Yikes. Um, and, and the prostitute was stabbed 90 times. Yikes. Um, wow. Jake, here's another one for you. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm really sorry. You had Ouija boards. Now you got this. Giggles <laughs> of little girls have been heard coming from various dolls. So people have set the dolls out and then they hear the girls going, you know, and stuff like you know, that. Stuff like that. And EVPs, you know, of that. So sorry, Jake. 
Man, you guys are just torturing me today on this podcast. I know. <laughs> You're going to have Ouija boards and dolls yes, come back in this place. Yep. My house is going to be covered in them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Poor Jake. Um, and then cameras have caught lights that turn on by themselves and items that have rolled across the floor for no apparent reason. Visitors have also noticed. Have you guys ever noticed this? The smell of a flowery perfume? In the air? Yes, yes. That okay, yeah, that's so that. weird. Um, well, I actually smelled this a few days ago at my job. Mm. Um obviously I the specific patient has no relatives that have passed on, so I don't know who it was or why it was coming to me instantly. And I was working with another um another coworker and I even told her, I was like, Do you smell that? And she's like, No, and I'm like, Are you serious? It's literally like Elizabeth Taylor. Or, you know, like white diamond scent or something. It's a floral scent and it's so heavy as in I just put perfume on, but I've been working the last hour and a half. So like, no, but mm. yes, I have. That's, that's, yeah. Jake, have you ever smelled Jake, that? Have you ever smelled when, that? You know? I <laughs> no, I have not an experience with any smells. Have you guys ever have experienced guys ever- any, um, Oh, what's the other thing? Like other people said, not only perfume, but they've smelled like, like liquor or like food smells. Have you guys ever smelled any like anything like that? No, other than like I guess a musky smell, like yeah. um between you know how well I I don't know. between like I guess um I guess like a bar back in the nineties they used to be able to smoke in bars and, and right. restaurants and stuff. Okay, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. muskiness, that yeah. smell that I have. So, yeah. Mm, yeah. Ugh, I hate that. No. Um, now, investigators <laughs> have unexplained equipment malfunctions. That's happened a lot. Um, also, visitors and investigators have felt a soft touch on the arm by an unseen presence. The other thing, so if you had a question, I bet you're thinking... Where do you get to the stuff in the storage locker? Okay, Ooh, this is yeah. what you have to do. The owners have to be around when you do this, and you have to sign a waiver. This say, if if the Satan comes out and eats your head, <laughs> well, that's fine. I'm not afraid. That's, that's you signed up for that. Because <laughs> yep. some of these, what I've read about, that uh, are nasty, like really, really nasty, like Robert the Doll or Annabelle or something to that effect, where they just make people feel sick, make people feel uh, depressed, um, and just or just bad luck happens. Like they drive down the street and get into a car accident, and they're like, or they right. have to go to the hospital the next day and have like heart surgery or some crazy thing like that. So they're very leery of bringing those out. So. I guess you guys could ask. You you guys know. So let me ask you this, guys. Do you guys want to go? I think it looks like absolutely. Fun. I love to. Yes. I love yes, to. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> so I will send you the link to this on Instagram. You guys can look at it. It has all the information, wow. how to contact the people. Um, and then you, I don't know if it's free for you. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm sure they'll probably want a donation. Uh, but anyway, I'll send it to you guys to check it out and, and then tell me what you think. So perfect. Before we end the show, talk about some upcoming investigations you guys have going on or, or anything else you guys want to share with my audience. Yeah, we are right now. We're currently doing a private case with uh, one of 
Heather's coworkers. Um, you're going to the process of recording that. Eventually, we will have that up for people who want to view it. We are planning on going back to the Shanley soon, maybe within Ooh. the next two months. Again, we'll record our experiences and have that up as well. Anything else you want to? Um, hopefully, so I would. We would like to get ourselves to the Conjuring. Unfortunately, it is almost two thousand dollars. <laughs> and in what? this day's economy, it's very yeah. expensive. It's it's roughly sixteen hundred. That's the that's the downside of ghost hunting. It's very expensive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, back up. I, I'm sorry. You have to pay yeah. them sixteen hundred dollars yeah. to investigate. Yes. Yeah, a mean, night. A night. And you can only you're restricted on where you can record. To be honest with you. Mm. Okay, that's. So it's kind of like you're gambling with what if you really want if the money's worth it. I guess you would say. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now I do know the Sally House. Jake, you brought that up. I do know they're about fifteen hundred dollars a night. Oh, I did not. Know I that. looked it up. Yeah, because me and my buddy were going to stay over there because again, Kansas is like. Uh, pretty not really close it's probably like eight hour drive away from where i live mm-hmm. and me and my buddy we were going to just stay out there and stay all night and uh hang out and then it was like at least when i looked it up it was like 1500 bucks and my buddy goes i can get and a thick ass hotel room for that i'm not I'm yeah not absolutely right. that, that'd be bucks. like worth it in a sense because at least you're not restricted to where you can record buddy. I plug That's you, true. We'll plug Dan back in and say the Hensdale is definitely some place that you should go. And yeah, not too crazy expensive. Yeah, and you definitely catch something there. Oh yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Dan, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Um, yes. So Shout out, Dan. <laughs> Jake and Heather, you guys are great. I loved all your stories, <laughs> Heather. You're scaring me with the dolls and the Ouija board. Sorry, poor Jake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she just torturing me over here, man. I love it, though. I love it. Absolutely love it. So if you guys, please do me a favor. When you just do some investigations, I would love to have you back on. And you could you talk about them, uh, if that would be okay? Yeah, that would be yeah, awesome. Definitely. Thank you for having us. Oh, yeah. You guys were great. I love you guys. I love paranormal investigators. You guys always have crazy stories. I am not afraid to admit I've never seen a ghost. I've seen, like, shadow people, and I've seen other things. But if I really saw a ghost... I'd probably scream and run the other way. I'm, I'm not, I'm a pretty big guy and I've seen mm-hmm. some scary stuff, but I'm sorry. I, I just have to admit that I, I would have to go with either you I'd guys be or somebody else. I'd walking to them and be like, can I help yeah. you? We chase them with a camera, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. It's been a ton of fun. Uh, so just to let you guys know how we end every podcast. We say, mm-hmm. I'm your ghost. Hello, ghost. Because you know, that'd be hey, ghost. <laughs> and we say, stay <laughs> spooky. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. All right. Thanks. Love you guys. You guys have a great it's day. Good talking to you, man. Thank you. Bye.